Welcome to the Every Thought Matters podcast. This is a podcast about origin stories, thoughts, and whatever else may come up. Please subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. I hope you enjoy these wonderful conversations. And thank you again for listening. Welcome to the Every Thought Matters podcast. I am talking with Mia Voss. I described her as the queen of the weird niche. She talks about her amazing entrepreneurial spirit, how she gets to where she is, and how, quote-unquote, keeping your book straight is a key component to success. Listen in and smile along with us both. It was a great and inspiring to have her on my podcast, Every Thought Matters. Enjoy. All right. <laughs> I'm All here right, with I'm Mia Voss. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, just extremely well. I'm feeling very blessed right now, so... Uh, I love that. I love the serendipity of us kind of coming around after what, six years ago, meeting in person, seven years ago? God, in what, yeah. In LA? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my God, that coffee's good. Good. Yeah. Um, you were a soft place to land when I was on a road trip, so I'll never forget that of uh, your kindness when I was driving through from Colorado through LA and then back. Yeah, and I sat in on a couple of your thingies. That was awesome. It's you're my second lab person to be on now because I had Sarah Moore on, uh, and that was an incredible conversation. Oh, so, I love that. I love following up on Sarah. <laughs> she's awesome. I've I've got so many people from so many different walks of life. I had a guy last week who worked on an Oscar-winning film back in the seventies and had him on, which was great. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. So Amazing. great to have you here. Thank you. Because Excited. I want to dive into like who me of us is and why you are where you're at. Golly. Accidentally. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the accidental entrepreneur. Yeah. Talk about that because entrepreneurship as somebody who's been worked in the corporate world and just left another corporate job is scary to me, but you make it look easy. And I know it's not easy, mm-hmm. but you seem to make it look easy. Well, I like to hard, I like to hide the, the crappy parts, of course, because not everybody sure. needs to, to see that as well. Hi, dog. Dog is here in the camera. For those of you who are, who can't see yep. us. Hi, pup. She, she wants to hear the story too. Yeah, she does. Yes. So, you know, I'm, I just turned 56 about three weeks ago. So I am long in the tooth on this journey of entrepreneurship, but it, it definitely started out very, very corporate, um, you know, growing up in the 80s in Illinois, uh, didn't go to college, just started right away. I think I, I was an insurance agent by the time I was 18. So I was, wow. yeah, it was, but, but you know what, looking back at the pattern of it, I see that even then being a commercial insurance agent in Illinois in 1983, like it, it, it was about storytelling and it was about people's stories because insurance in and of itself is about finding out what your client's needs are and making sure they're covered. I mean, it's, 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 sounds totally unsexy, but it's about as crucial as you can get in some ways of keeping people's knowing what their needs are to keep them from catastrophe. Right. So, but that was, you know, the, the corporate world, I went from insurance for a while to uh, kind of bouncing, bouncing around um, in different, 
you know, more of a, I was a, a, um, an executive assistant, you know, like a executive secretary back in the day. So had armed with my typing skills could kind of jump into any industry quite honestly. So then moved to, was in New York city, grew up in Illinois, moved to New York city when I was 23, which was just, uh, just amazing. And like, it was insane because I didn't know anyone. I, you know, this was long before cell phones. So the interesting thing about that is I could go back to New York and know exactly where I am at any point because I had to know where I was. I didn't have the, the uh, luxury of looking at my phone. So you know, the corporate world, that's, that's all you kind of knew. You didn't have the input of the internet. Um, you mm-hmm. just kind of had the input of what was, you know, put in front of you either by friends or peers or coworkers, uh, then moved to, took a jump and, and moved to Boulder and was so tired of corporate that I, I bought this, um, this house cleaning business. I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to dress up. I didn't want to deal with the bullshit. <laughs> and I literally was like, I am going to, I'm going to really enjoy my inner introvert and, and run a house cleaning business. And that's what I did for almost three years and in Boulder. And the interesting thing about that is I got to know design how things are designed mm-hmm. well. When you have yeah. to clean something, you realize no, no. what works and what doesn't work. What doesn't. You know, extra trim on something is a dust catcher. You know, these cracks and crevices you can't get to, um, things like that. So I love taking the practical route to things. And um, and then I ended up jumping in to architecture. I sold the business and went back to being an executive assistant, but in the architecture field. And that really sparked my interest again, and in, obviously in design and um, really knowing how left brain, right brain architecture is. Ooh. I mean, it's 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 design and the technical side of it, and and it's so it's such a fascinating world. So then I learned to read drawings. I I learned to do what was called as builts. When you build a building, you have how it's designed, and you have how it's built. And those two things don't always match. You have uh, different documents that come in that change change up the design. So that's really how I learned to uh, combine the house cleaning. So again, all this stuff's accidental. The house cleaning and design. And then uh, I quit the job and they came back to me and said, can you help us do punch lists? Uh, I don't know what that is, but it sounds good. They're like, well, we know you're picky and you type fast. So a punch list is when the job is being completed on a construction and you make a list of the stuff to fix before it's done. And it's, uh, I've been doing that for 20 years, brother. That's been my other side gig. (laughs) It's going on job sites and telling them what's wrong. It's quite satisfying. (laughs) Yeah. What it, you love new adventures, I think. I really think that's, I think deep down you're an adventurous human. Yeah. Because and there's stories, adventure right. and, and, and yeah, stories. It's stories. fascinating. Yeah. Cause like, I remember you would be able to get brands to literally let you drive their car. I still do. I, how, what so, kind of story do you, that just yeah, blows that's my mind that you, you can, it's a weird niche, but it yet a, you make it work and you make it fun, but you also do the storytelling behind it, which I think is fascinating. That's what, uh, that's what fascinates me about you more than any of the other jobs that you've ever done. I know you're a wonderful human being. I mean, you're you, extremely down to earth, but oh, here, I'm going to drive your car and this is what I'm going to do. And you get well, people to buy into that. 
I do. And I'm, I'm literally writing down, this gave me the note of I'm the queen of the weird niche. <laughs> like, I think that's right. my new title. Because <laughs> people are always like, what now? <laughs> You're doing what now? And uh, yeah, the, the car thing. So so to segue from that, so, you know, doing all this punch work and, and it was so, it was sure. so fascinating. And, and I started doing that in 2001. And then in 2008, of course, things really yeah. switched up. And I, th I really thought until the last minute I was going to come out unscathed. I had the, I had the, uh, the nutsack to think I really was going to not be, <laughs> be affected by it because I was at the end what the work that I would do is at the tail end of construction. So, you know, they yeah. stopped building buildings and the things that I punched in, in 2007 or 2008. So, you know, I'm like, Oh, great. But then really by 2009 is when the pedal hit the metal. And it was like, there's no more work for you. And it was sudden, I mean, very much like a faucet turning off and you're going from mid six figures to, uh, I don't know, 40,000 a year. I mean, it was, and I just bought a house. I mean, it was, I got, I got very much caught up in, in the whole big short, uh, story for so many people. And I had to recreate and that turned into the form of becoming, um, I, I started working with a group called Crave that was, uh, putting together a book that showcased female entrepreneurs, Again, with the storytelling before I had just been on a job site with all men and was just fascinated with construction, but then branching out to find something else to do to keep me in my house and fed and not homeless. And um, so I started working with this company that uh, would go out and get different cities to feature all their entrepreneurs. They would be featured in a book. So it was selling that piece, but then also hearing all these stories. And then that's when I got into with social media. This was 2009, 2010. Um, social media was really coming around. So telling their story and helping people showcase their story because a lot of women especially really hid their candle under the bushel to go old school with that phrase and didn't know how to tell their story, didn't know how to accentuate and say, this is my superpower. This is what I do best. They were just more, oh, I'm just going to be over here being quiet and small. So that's, that's where that piece came in into. And then I found out about Google plus and really was like, oh my gosh, I can have my own little TV station. Um, and then connect with people all over the world. That was, that was a fascinating time to get into Google plus. Nice. Cause that, that, again, that's me making a note because this is my own radio station. It is brother. You love it. It oh. is. And you can choose your guests. You can choose the channel. You can choose the content. And, yes. you know, I, I think this and the, the, the podcasting piece, and it's new for me too. I just started my podcast a year ago as another offset to telling stories and talking about yes. things that people need to hear. I love it. It's, it's, it feeds my soul. Uh, yeah. I just told my new boss, who's a man and owns the store that I'm going to work at. And so she's like, wow. Yeah, you can take the podcast here if you want to after hours. Oh, wow. coffee you know, with Kelly. Like, like, right. <laughs> Jeez, you, yeah, you're now my brand manager. You're I, there you go. <laughs> right. Take it, take it, run with it. And, and here's what I, I love too, why this is such a perfect venue for you. As long as I've known you and um, you have always been such a cheerleader for people, you're so well known for coming in and just without asking for anything, making a comment, boosting somebody's platform, boosting their message, telling them you're on the right path. I love what you're doing. And 
it's such a superpower for you. It, it is. And uh, it it's been a up. blessing. Yeah, it feels good because I'm finally coming into my own. And like this next chapter I'm about to write encompasses all of that. It's going to be my coaching. It's going to be my podcasting. And I've got somebody who I work for now that wants that for me. Like oh. literally it's going to cheer me on about with yeah. that. You know, and you can't buy that. You You can't buy that. You can get along without it, but you can't buy it. And you can't really, you you can flourish so much more when you have that added extra little cheering on. Yeah. Jet fuel. So I do feel like I'm jumping into being a true entrepreneur, even though I do have a, you know, I will have a steady job, but how do you, manage that uncertainty and not knowing mm. what next week looks like because I, I yeah. know you hide a lot of it but I also want to understand sure what kind of practices do you have to help you stay grounded and know that you got this yeah I'd like to be I want to dive into that hey just to help sure. me and to help my listeners too sure and and to 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 clarify that too that's a that's a great segue because the the hiding isn't a lack of transparency it's more of a protection as well because if we're out there having to to share every single thing it one it, it's exhausting to keep up that dialogue mm-hmm. and it's exhausting to people i think there's such a balance between the sure. things that you can keep to yourself while you're working through it, um, but then also sharing your dark nights, dark dark nights of the soul, um, also, also really does let people know um, there's that duck swimming smoothly, but there's a lot of work underneath. Um, right. So I think there's a really delicate balance to it, and social media doesn't always people don't always get that right on social media. So yeah, I have been writing the rails on that for a long time, the balance between the freedom. Now, for me personally, becoming an entrepreneur, I didn't realize how um, how much I, I was afraid of a lack of freedom. My childhood was was not great, and uh, there was a lot of uh, patriarchy. There was religion. There was a, a cult. There was abuse, and so that lack of freedom, the lack of a voice, the lack of boundaries, and the lack of freedom to choose was a huge issue for the first teen, first eighteen years of my life. And I didn't even know how much of an issue that was until I became an entrepreneur and realized a lot of the reason I wanted to do that. So I have to go to friggin' meetings. I can do, you know what I mean? I I don't have to take that meeting. I don't have to take that client. Now, of course, you can be flat broke and you have to balance of of keeping your integrity along with who you work with. That's a huge piece as well. So I'm just going to sort of tell you the the balancing items. Um, Mm -hmm. There's no no linear journey and there's no easy answer to it. So being grounded and in your own self and what you believe in, I know that's just like such a huge kumbaya woo thing to say, but it's really true. Um, because if you're, if you're grounded, then you really don't get tossed about by people who, um, take you for money, take you for time, take you, pick your brain. I, if you've seen some of my talks that I do in Not the that. last, oof, girl, you've, you know how I get, I bring that bazooka. <laughs> I, my friend Louisa likes to say, I bring that bazooka to the knife fight when it comes to boundaries and not giving your pretty and your your stuff away for free just because somebody says, well, I want to know, you have to tell me or you need to do this. Um, so so it is a, it is definitely um, 
a balance. And, um, you know, this last year has been tough. You know, I, I, they, a lot of people like to say we're all in the same boat. No, we're not. <laughs> it's the same storm. It's not the same boat. And I think right. for a lot of people that became very clear on how you do business, you know, keeping your, keeping your book straight as an entrepreneur, um, because then could you get the PPP or could you get the loans if you were just not running your business well? So that's something I really say to people is, you know, be an entrepreneur, but, but you need to run it like a business. Um, and you know what, you're in this unique position right now with having this job. I mean, if you can have if you can be an entrepreneur with a paycheck, man, meaning you work for somebody who believes in your entrepreneurial spirit, but also gives you a paycheck and health insurance, do it. I mean, there used to, there used to be this big thing when entrepreneurship became this huge deal in the early, um, not the aughts, whatever the, the, the 2010, whatever, uh, whatever that is. Thanks. Yeah. I'm too old. I'm too old to keep, thank you. I'm too old to keep up with the isms. Yeah. Whatever the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I know, those right? phraseology. Like, I'm like, you know what I'm saying. I don't have to be coy know. about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but, you know, entrepreneurship became this huge, like sexy, sexy title and Inc magazine and all this. And, um, but there was not a lot of education about how to do that. It was just more like run off and chase your dream and it'll come true. But let's face it. That's for pretty much top of the food chain, white guys. Sorry. That's, you know, mm-hmm. you know how I get on my racial, my social justice um, yes, I do. thing. And, and that's really fine. that's, that's, that's a, the piece to think of too. Like it's very miscon it's misleading to say, like, if you just do X, Y, and Z and you follow this thought leader guy, I'm going to use finger quotes on that, that you're going to succeed. And that's not true. There are a lot of barriers to entry that, that people that don't, that are not a white hetero male run into. So, so please be aware of that. Ooh, I ran. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> I love when you rant. It's, it's beautiful. Mm, I freeform ranted. So, you know, just keep that in mind of, of doing business. Absolutely. It, it has to, um, you have to have your T's crossed and your I's dotted. But again, back on that entrepreneur with a paycheck, that is if you can find a small company to work for or find a collaborative or a cooperative group to work with um, that everybody has their strengths that they bring to the table, you don't have to do that solo entrepreneurship thing. Yeah. And just to piggyback on your, your talked about and not even just everybody's journey is different. So it's yes. not X, Y, Z to get to point A to point B, no, no matter whether what, you know, there, yes, there's people that have bigger barriers to entry than yeah. say I do, but everybody's path is different. So that's right. And I'm not saying no it for what. you specifically. I'm, that's right. No matter what, everybody's got that, that journey. So you can't just buy into, right. you just can't go say, yeah, woo woo, do what you love. That, that's a load of and the money won't what. follow. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a tough one. <laughs> Do what you love, but, and the money will follow is very misleading. Please, it's don't. very misleading. There's so many. If you know what it is, to enter to it. To that's it. right, and you know what that is, Kelly. That's one piece. That's one ingredient to the recipe. That is not it, the recipe. That's exactly, and that's what's so like. That's why I want to be a coach because I yes. bring in some very logical steps, but I also bring in some woo woo. Law yeah. of attraction is my thing. I love I it. I know. I love that about you. I mean, and we you. need more. We need more white hetero males to bring in that woo woo to bring in yeah, that balance. No, 
Yeah, no. there's not much of that in here. No, and what and, you're bringing is is the 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 feminine, the masculine, and the feminine, not mm -hmm. uh, feminist and masculinity. Huge no. differences. There's divine feminine right. and divine masculine. We have all of them, just like we have estrogen, progesterone, all these. You know, the body is is made up right. of. We have a lot of the the same things. It's just how we balance it. Yeah, and I know that there's not that. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of people like me who are my age group that are empathetic and want to help people. But mm. yet I could still go, you know, I sit and watch sports like there's no tomorrow, yeah. but yet I'm, I can walk up to somebody and, and feel their energy and know kind of what their backstory is. Sure. And, and that help is them and be of service to them. And that's why the coaching business along with all the, I mean, then think about this, this new opportunity that you have as well. That's going to be front facing to people. And, and that's almost going to be an excellent way to practice as well of reading exactly. energy, also protecting your energy so that you're you seeing, seeing yeah. it and observing it, but not taking it in. Us empaths have had to really learn that the, uh, the, the hard way, the long way. And, and every day is an, a new lesson in that with, with the current state of affairs, which is why we need more people like what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, I agree. And I just, that's why I do this podcast too. Cause I, you know, I could talk to you until the cows come home with all my guests of what they brought to the table. Mm -hmm. One's a, is writing a book and she was started out as an actress. And now she's writing a book, which is kind of, it's a novel, but it's based on, her grandparents in Italy wow. and how they met during the war. The big wow. war. I would read you that. Know, and, you know, oh, I know you would. She's wonderful. And she was on my podcast. But yet then I had somebody two weeks ago that was just a referral to me. And I just became a champion of hers because she has this book called Self of Love. Mm. And it's great. Mm. I love it. Because the first chapter on it, how to love yourself. Mm. We all need that chapter. It has to start that with chapter. that. It has. Right. It absolutely has and, to start with that. And your storytelling, I'm sure, starts with that. It's and you really are a good storyteller. Oh, I have so. It's just it's curiosity, and you have that as well. So when you have that open curiosity, childlike in a sense. Now the beauty yeah. of being an empath is you can protect yourself, so the childlike curiosity isn't random. You no. can literally set yourself up as, well, as a human being, not just as an, as an empath. You can set yourself up to um, be open energy-wise to these right, fun, synchronistic people coming into your world. And then you just go, oh, my gosh. And then you get so excited. It's like, I just yeah. met this amazing person that's telling this great story. And then your enthusiasm bubbles over to everyone else. And they just can't wait to hear what new thing you're going to come up with of who you ran into. Yeah. And that's, uh, I don't know. It's, my gift is extroverted introverted. I know so many people. I know you. There's so many, like, and Sarah was, Sarah and I, I, I smiled the whole darn time when I had her on my podcast. Did you? You need to get and, the videos out we can, so we can see that. <laughs> yeah, she was awesome. And, you know, it's just, but that's what's fun about this. I, I get to let people tell their own story because in telling your own story, you, you refine it a little bit and you're going to get, you even are going to get a little aha moment. Even though you mm -hmm. said your story to me, you're getting an aha moment about, I never looked at it that way. Well, I got my new and, queen, queen of the weird niche. That's an amazing aha. I have to write everything right. down. I, read, <laughs> yeah. I had to write it down. 
Yeah, so did I. I wrote down, and as an entrepreneur, you said keeping your book straight. I love that. Yeah, that was my aha moment. I'm like, that makes sense because I was, I was thinking about my book being my story of who I am, Mm -hmm. and maybe you were talking about your accounting books, but I was thinking, who am I? And it connects to my book because, yeah, yeah. I love that. Wow. Did you see me just get the aha of how you turn it into a different kind of book as well? Well, Absolutely. Keeping your story, keeping your story straight as well. So you can navigate through all this other cacophony of input. First time anybody's used cacophony on my podcast. I love, I love, I love the 50 cent word. Thank you. Yeah, that's a ten dollar word, though. <laughs> no, thank you. I used the word cruciferous the other day talking about what? vegetables, and I was just <laughs> no, that is great. <laughs> I love it. You dropping ten dollar words, I love it. <laughs> Chink, there you go. Yep, Hold on, there let me, you let me do go. This right, but yeah, there we are. I love sound, it. sound effects. Oh, that's, that's such a great, and, and I really think the importance too of, of knowing that it's not linear, but you yeah. have your own, you have your own things that you're keeping straight. Then um, you can be open one, you can be open to new things, but then also not trying to recreate the wheel. That's one of my hardest things as an entrepreneur. I struggle with being, um, I love systems. It's not, um, it's not my favorite thing. I'm more of a generator of ideas, but I'm also fascinated by systems probably because of the punch list work. So I love Excel yeah, spreadsheets. Sure. I love things like that. I love, <laughs> um, I love efficiency, but uh-huh. then the other side of me, which is the dual personality of being probably empath in extrovert and uh, outgoing introvert with extrovert sometimes yeah. qualities that also wear me out. Um, it's very tough to get to manage me because <laughs> I'll, I'll love things that are efficient, but then I get, you know, distracted by something else. And so I'm constantly redoing the same thing over and over and again and, and over again. And it's, it's been something that I'm working on as, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I need to hire I come, somebody. <laughs> yeah, I'm an extroverted introvert. That's how I yeah. describe myself. Yeah, it's called and an then, ambivert. Okay, so yeah. that's a fancy word I, for it. It is an amb- it, it is. Mm. I had to I had to learn it because I was like, what is wrong with me? Remember when I used to do my my Google Plus shows? I would do this yeah. big show on Friday night. I I did that two years straight, every Friday, mm-hmm. every Friday afternoon, actually, I would, uh, I would yep. bring together guests. It was like SNL. I would um, have a new, I would have five or six guests on the show um, and themes and the whole thing. And I would do all the, the leading up to it back on when Google plus was again, a thing. And, um, yep. and then I would um, like sometimes try and go out on a Friday night back when we would do that. And I would get out and I would be out for like a half an hour, be like straight, solid. Nope. Got to get out of here. Like be like, what's wrong with me? I love people. That's because I gave too much earlier in the day. Right. Once I learned that. Well, that goes back to keeping your book straight. Your book is also about those things. Your energy sources. Yeah. That's keep my uh, new boss. She actually owns a store and she's, very much woo-woo. She's more woo-woo than I am. And she's more woo-woo than woo-woo. anybody I know. <laughs> I love it. And she's like, wow, just, I, I love that. I, that's who I get to work for because 
it's got to keep, she talks about your energy and how we have to keep that, you know, straight and keep that mm. in check. And, and it's just like, wow, this is where I'm going. This is awesome. It's, you know, it's so, so exciting. Look at, look at how, yeah, you get to feed into, you get to, if, if you're going to work for someone else, uh, yeah. then make sure it's someone that you giving that energy is like you, you are so excited. It's almost as good as, is building something for yourself because in a way you are, um, you're building yeah. it big, perhaps down the road history with them. Or if you end up not still working with her, a trusted advisor or a trusted mentor, yep. or a trusted person that's in your, what I love to call the board of advisors that people would be like, Oh, Kelly's Kelly knows her or conversely. Oh, she knows Kelly. Like, yeah. think about how valuable that is. I totally agree. There's there's so much opportunity there, and it's great. And she's all about yeah. work-life balance and everything. Ooh, winning, yeah. winning on that yeah. one. I, know, I mean, right? that it's it's still a thing. There's still the hustle mentality that's out there that you see pushed a lot on uh, these marketing, you know, in, internet marketing shows and all that. That's old patriarchy sure. stuff too, by the way male and female, males and females that, that really push that, um, struggle bus, uh, hustle mentality, mm. that whole thing. And, um, that's, that's a myth. Um, yes, you can it work. Is. Yes. You, I mean, not that there's not hard work, but my goodness, if you're, you're doing it just to get that hustle out there, ugh, gross. Right. That is gross. <laughs> I, that's part of my coaching is about the law of attraction. And so it's mm -hmm. about, Life is about feeling the vibration of what you want and sitting and then just manifesting the vibration. And once you do that and let it go, it comes back to you. That's it true. does. And I'll tell you, I've been getting super woo on some cool, fun stuff. Um, dealing right. with, you know, vibrational energy. Yeah. Uh, I got, I got this thing called the Healy. It's over here. It's a little device. I invested in it last year. It's a German company. And, um, it, I can't even explain it, but it's basically like you're, you're working on your energy field with it. And so you can really mm -hmm. balance your chakras. You can yeah. send out energy. I used it on my kitty bon Kui Kui when he wasn't feeling good to, to, to help because we are all just this vibrational energy beings. Like it's just yeah. scientific fact. So right. I've been dealing with that. And then I've really been getting fascinated with muscle testing. Um, so, uh, kinesiology and then tapping mm -hmm. and then doing some tapping work for, for your energy too. So Oh, it's some cool stuff, brother. I'm really diving nice. into that because I think when you add that in of these, these practical things that you can do and bring that into this practical sense of the woo and add all those together. So, you know, meditation, yes. your body is a temple, uh, working out, getting out in nature, feet on the ground, feet on the grass, uh, how yep. you hydrate, what you put yep. in your body, um, the sources of where you get your body. It's this ecosystem that you can create in your own way that you run your life. Yeah, it is an ecosystem and it is vibrationally because your cells are, are vibration right alone. But Oh yeah. You see that video a, of, of the water when people talk to the water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yep. That's some real stuff. That's real. I mean, that's as real as it gets. And I just like, I, when I was in LA and I lived there, I went to, uh, I can't remember the words for it, but basically it was an energy. She wasn't a healer, but an energy, she would read your energy and basically diagnose 
what was going on. Because when yeah. I was in LA, I had, I was in the hospital and they thought I had diverticulitis. So I had a colonoscopy and it wasn't diverticulitis. So I went to this energy thing. She said, it's your liver. I'm like, okay. And she gave me some of these supplements, you know, holistic supplements and they work. Holy, well, work. I'm sorry you had to have that colonoscopy to find that out, right? That's the hard way. <laughs> I have to, I've yeah, they're like, I'm going to take it whatever, but it is, called, yeah. I'd have to look it up, but it's really cool. And it, there's, oh, look like it up for a, me. Yeah. It just, Please. it basically like holds your arm up and then she just reads your energy fields and it's just, <sighs> and it works. I'm telling it you, I, I wish people would, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, like I, we could, we, that'll be a whole other show for us of like, of the, the different ways that the, I've had a, I've yeah. had two episodes, a lot of my, up of my, my podcast. And if you don't mind, I'm going to swear it's called swear. Shit, shit. We don't talk about is the name of my podcast. Oh, and that's, that's perfect for you. It kind of is. And it's always, oh based, my God, I love thank it. you. It, it is kind of on brand because it, it is, it was all based on my journey with learning about what menopause is all about. And I was like, well, this is shit we don't talk about because I was so misdiagnosed and, and, and there's so much lack of conversation. There's conversation, but not educational, real conversation. And right. so metal gaslighting is a huge problem. Uh, just throughout the world, but specifically with women, uh, with BIPOC, that with Black, Indigenous, people of color, mm -hmm. that happens a lot. They're not listened to. They're poo-pooed, um, which means the mortality rates go up. You know, there's just this huge wow. thing about it. So, oh, oh there's good. a whole- So your group, yeah, that's a whole little black hole of stuff that we don't, we're not talking about. So you're trying not. to bring- And if and you don't- trying to help it. That's right, because if you're just awesome. sort of living in this world that we live in um, and it's not affecting you, it's not. But but if you're going to live in that woo thing, and it's not going to work for everybody, everybody unless it works for everybody. That's right. That's right. Bro. You, you got to go. Right. You got to get on that. Smooth, you know, I did just got on my soapbox. But um, but I that energy it. thing, I just think that's so important. You can really empower yourself to ask the right questions and yes. and get that. And I was saying before you hit record that I'm on this sabbatical from booze, which if you know my brands as a shocker, who has two thumbs and likes or drinks? This girl right yeah. here. So but I decided right. right before I was getting my first COVID shot, they said, you know, yeah, you know, and so I I didn't drink like two days before, and then a, a friend messaged me about thinking about taking we're calling it dry April, dry April, yeah, and uh, and I was like, ooh, and then I'm like, oh, I better, and so it's been a journey, especially spiritually, to kind of uncover things. One to see how it wasn't as hard as I thought, so I'm pretty happy about that. I'm like, am I a closet alcoholic, baby? <laughs> um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Just got to get right nope. with it. Um, but uh, that that um, I'm actually in the middle of doing a, a liver cleanse because I think my, my liver's like, hey, bitch, <laughs> you, need, you need to make some things right after all that stuff you've been doing. So that physical piece to it, but then also listening to your body's huge. Well, it's, it's a mental piece. And, you know, unfortunately, our, our viewers can't see you, but I can see you and your skin is just absolutely glowing. And it's so not a filter. Thanks, brother. <laughs> no, it's just uh, right. You know, but you and I, you know, I've known you, gosh, from Blab, which is a basically a precursor to Zoom. But yeah, 
you had me on your shows. I mean, we had fun. We talked. We and did. Like, your skin is is really, really good right now. I feel and good about it. I'm sure the it. cleanse helps, and you're probably hydrating quite well. Oh yeah, to the to the demise of my sleep pattern. <laughs> I guess it's like, oh, I got to get up in the middle of the night, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely worth it, and I do highly suggest you know taking a break and then finding the the alternative medicine, the, um, the doctors that are above and beyond, I think it's called functional medicine. Um, I just had, yeah, I just had some blood work done the other day and it's going to cost me a little bit, but it's above and beyond just the regular panels that you get when you have your blood work done, um, thyroid endocrinology work, things like that. So, but think how well all that works too, if your mind and your body are aligned. And then right. you can I also make good you. money and make good business decisions when you feel good. Right. I Everything becomes more aligned. And that's what I'm working for. I mean, I just left the corporate job. And that it just, I felt like I walked in yesterday. And this is more about me, but I don't care. It's my podcast. Oh, it's your show. That's right. I Let's want. talk about you. I want to talk about but, you. Yeah, I walked in and I thought I'd be the nice guy and give him two weeks. And I'm like, no, I'm going to break the chains and break the chains today. And That's... I didn't have a, anything in writing, but about this next job. You took Which that step for me, but I felt yeah. like That's... serendipitous that you're on my show because you're like my favorite example of what an entrepreneur can be. Oh man, brother. And I've been in that leap of faith so many times. I'm so glad you shared that story because you did listen. You, you did listen. And that is not that. I mean, think about when you see an image of stepping out over a precipice and there's nothing there. And that's what you did yesterday, but you took that leap walk and then something rose up right above your feet. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I know. I, it's I not easy for the phone conversation saying you've got yeah. the job. Let's just talk on Wednesday. And yeah, you no, know, one of those deals. Yeah. That's all I had. Yeah. Now, you know, I, I'm, I feel incredibly blessed. And I just walked away from that talking to her about that. And I get to, I knew stepping in and talking to you, was just going to be so much fun because Mm. It's one of the things about my life that I've learned is that I love connecting to people, and I also loved uh, I loved making films. And you did my podcast is just like making films, except I'm the producer, the writer, then the director. And I love like that. It is. It is. You're the creator. You're the ultimate yeah. creator of this entire thing, and then you get to have your guest stars. Yeah, and that's great. And I'm sure you know somebody will come back and whatever and. Uh, my new boss, she's, I said, yeah, I've got some people, like, I've got celebrity followers on Instagram for some reason, you know. That's awesome. Like, big Yeah, ones. I'm not surprised. You know, not The Rock, but, you know, some <laughs> two or three steps down from that, but they're like, wow, and I'm reaching out to them to get them on my podcast, and once, once it starts, the train starts getting out of the tracks, it's going to be fine, and I'm going to have some, a lot of fun. Asking in integrity is never a wrong thing. Nope. And you're asking from a place of integrity that the, the answer is simple and it's no. And that, that is a muscle as well too. The more you're stepping out in faith, stepping out in faith, like you did yesterday, stepping out in faith and asking that yep. is the ultimate law of attraction. So 
Right, it is. And, yeah. Uh, I had Finca on a couple of weeks ago, and she says everybody has to have that passion project in their life. Whether you're working a boring corporate job, but at least you, if you've got that boring corporate job, you know. Oh, it can that fund that. Project. Yeah. Oh my God. More than even. Oh my God. Right. I, I exhort those of you that have the entrepreneur with the paycheck job or just the boring corporate job to have that because that is, I mean, you're in such a unique position to, to run alongside it while you're funded, right? Yeah. I mean, most people are doing these passion projects and just, you know, and un- unfortunately, sometimes that actually muddies the water on the passion project because you're doing it to make money. And so there's a desperation right. factor and a fear factor to it. If you can run right. that passion project without that fear factor and know that you've got the ease and the the funding and the the abundance over here, you're in a very, a, a very yeah, great position. I, but but I, but I, blessed. yeah, yeah. But definitely have the passion project. I love that. Everybody should have that. Yeah. I'm going to actually need to go and and run into that other one. I want to end on that because I think that's just such a great call to action for people. Right. Find your passion project. So Mm -hmm. where can people find you? Uh, I am at, yes, please. Everything funnels through miavoss.live is my website. Uh, and then Perfect. all of my socials will be there. Most of my socials are miavoss on the go still, but uh, go to miavoss.live and subscribe. My podcast is there as well. It is called the shit. We don't talk about podcast. I am, uh, I'm on episode 28. So I took a leap of faith with that last year too. And finally, and finally pulled the trigger because I was really hemming and hawing and I'm glad I, I finally made myself do it. Well, you're, I, you're perfect for that. You, cause you make people feel, you're, you have the same gift I do. You make people feel you. safe. You create a safe space for people. So I'm sure that's like the bomb diggity. Thank you. And I see you. I see you doing that thing as well. So I appreciate That's you. Right. Thank you for having uh, me on. Wonderful. I'm grateful to have you on. I'll get this out and get this going for us. And I really do appreciate you, your time. So that lifted, that lifted me up, brother. I really did. Thank you. I felt I, I got my cup filled with that today. Wow. That was so serendipitous, our conversation. I'm not shocked. Not shocked with us at all. Not at all. Wonderful day. I will. Love you, sweetie. It was good to see your face. Okay, honey. Bye.